Hey, you found us. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast. I'm Ben Glicks with my tag team partner, Matt Story. And if I sound funny, don't adjust your dial. I'm under the weather. Uh, but Matt, that's not going to stop us from talking about uh, our first disappointing ASU loss of the Kenny Dillingham era. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, first loss, and I guess they're all disappointing in their own way. Um, but, you know, boy, uh I guess if there's one thing that's obvious, it's we got to get better in second halves. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've scored five touchdowns this year, all before halftime, and three three total points in the second half, and that came against Southern Utah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't see the game. I know I, I, I don't think you saw game. much of it either. Um, uh, you know, so it's hard for me to analyze too much. But um, you know, I, apparently there were some. Some shaky decisions as well, it sounded like. Uh, went for it on a fourth down, down by five, I want to say, that yeah. you know didn't work out and kind of set up the, the back-breaking touchdown, it sounded like. On our own 33, I believe. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess in a way that is to be expected from a, you know, a first-time head coach. You're, you yeah. know, uh, nobody in any job uh, gets it all right the first time they do it or ever sometime I mean, you know like that's just the nature of being human you know we we don't get it right every time but certainly when it's your first time doing it the problem you know for football coaches is um you know there's thousands if not millions of people who think that they're smarter than them and you know they know not to make that decision and you know sometimes we are sometimes you know that does happen it's like well I, gosh i wouldn't have made that decision that's life but yeah. uh well and if it had worked you know exactly then he's a genius and it's like oh my god he's got some big old cojones uh you know so you know it's um it's disappointing and i think the biggest thing is boy you just and i and i guess i mean this is kind of a transition i don't want to get away from asu immediately but you know as we look at what's happened the first two slash three because usc played week zero i mean there's pac-12 looks really good mm-hmm. uh very ironically in its last year together there is a there just appears to be a lot of really good teams and we play most of them mm-hmm. so you start looking at it and it's like man if you can't win that game last night where are the wins going to come cuz I, I don't know that there's a ton of easy ones there no i mean fresno state comes in next week 2 and 0 they're favored by 3 in the early odds for the game and i have a hard time arguing I, now i know they i mean they had to go to ot to beat eastern washington yesterday now eastern washington is generally a pretty you know, pretty darn good FCS program. So I don't want to dismiss them, but still like, okay, you look at that and like, "Eh." but they went on the road to Purdue in one week one. That's a solid win. Um, You know, I think, I think the big story is, I mean, it's the obvious story. Do we go to Drew Pine? Not because Rashad has been bad. I think he's been okay. But if, if we're to believe They never said it, but it certainly feels this way, that Drew Pine was going to be the starter if healthy. Mm -hmm. It sounds like he's going to get the all-clear by either next week or the week after, according to Pete Thamel, Mr. ASU. So, you know, do we go there and see if that uh, clears up some of the offensive rut? Because, it, you know, it's not a great offensive showing so far. 39 points in two games is, is not great. No. Um, I do want to talk about one thing that Dillingham did 
earlier in the game that I think indicated why he would go for it on that fourth down, which is going yeah. for the two-point conversion. Uh, yes. The second score. Yes. It, it seems like he's just sort of a Oregon model coach in some I think ways. so. And, I and, think and a, and a I lot like of these that. young coaches have come up in the world now where it's like, hey, go for it on fourth and one. Doesn't matter where you are in the field. Yeah. Uh, go for two in the second quarter just because you feel like it. Like, you know, it's it's uh, it's a different world than the one that we learned football, it feels like. I mean, we're not coaches, but, yeah, like, but you know, we're, we're trained on the, you know, if it's 13, if it's 7-7 and you score a touchdown, you just kick the extra point. You don't even hesitate. But that's not what some of these coaches do now. It's like, you know, and sometimes I feel like they're maybe, you know, trying to be smarter than the teacher type of thing. Mm-hmm. It worked in that case. I feel like that's one of those that if it doesn't work, you're and you you know you're then chasing that point the rest of the game. Uh, it didn't end up mattering. Obviously, it worked, and we still didn't win. But but uh, I agree with you. It does seem like he's going to be that style of coach, and that's not shocking. That's kind of how most of these coaches of this generation are. And it's I have to say, after the Herm era, <laughs> it's a little refreshing. For sure, for sure, yeah. I mean, the guy's still got plenty of honeymoon left on the runway. Um, I mean, I think we could probably go 1-11 this year, and I think there would still, you know, provided that he doesn't, like, commit some public relations faux pas or anything, I think he'd probably still go into next year with a feeling of, like, you know, yeah, we like this guy, we're willing to, you know, because... It's such a massive rebuild project. It's such a massive turnover. You get, you know, kneecapped, you know, five days before your first game with a with a bull ban announcement. Um, I mean, he's got the fan base, whatever fan base there is, on his side, and they're probably going to stay that way for for a bit. Yeah. It'll last forever, but it, I think it'll last through this year. Yeah, I think he's got the full season. I yeah, and I, he should. He yeah. should. I mean. I, to expect anything this year, even before the bull ban, uh, you know, at, at best, I think you were looking at a, you know, six wins and sneak into a lower tier bowl at, mm-hmm. at very best. That seems unlikely now. Um, because again, you know, you just start looking at the conference and looking at some of the games that I thought we could win and, you know, Colorado, Washington state, those were games I projected us to win. And I sure don't feel quite, good about either one of those right now based on how they've started yeah colorado impressive first two games um yeah yeah i mean it, for me it's now like a holding pattern for them and i mean they're they yeah. got colorado state this play week they'll win that, i'm sure yeah. um and then the but then the next two weeks before they play us it's it's uh i believe it's at oregon home to usc so that'll be a fascinating couple of games to see like all right you know like how do they measure up against the best in the conference? Because I think those are not the two best teams in the conference necessarily. I think Washington's probably in that mix, uh, you know. But um, I mean, they've been pretty good. USC hasn't hasn't broken a sweat yet, and Oregon, you know, pretty impressive road win at Texas Tech last night. It's very, mm-hmm. you know, tough place to go play quarterback that used to play there. So you got a little chip on their shoulder, you know, and they had to work hard for it, but they got it done. Mm-hmm. Another team that did that from the conference was Utah, having to work hard yes, and, and just yes, you know, looked like a game they were going to lose for most of it. I mean, 
you know, they were down most of the game, 10-3, 13-3, 13-6, and yeah, what, two touchdowns in the last two minutes, and then got by with a pretty obvious pass interference on the last play of the game. Mm-hmm. Who knows if Baylor would have scored, but uh, officials, you know, held the flag back, And uh, but, a, but a good win. I mean, going on the road to a Big 12 team, a soon-to-be conference rival, um, mm-hmm. and, you know, so it's been a great start for the conference. I mean, it, you know, until until Arizona lost uh, in OT, there wasn't a loss by a conference team. We knew USC Stanford was going to produce one. Yeah. And then, you know, Arizona's loss opened the opened the floodgates after, you know, ASU lost and Cal lost. So blame Arizona for the yeah. Pac-12's losses. But nonetheless, the overall first two weeks, man, it's it's uh, hard to find much fault with the conference and the top teams, at least. They, they've all... The supposed top teams have lived up to the billing, and then you got you know Colorado, UCLA has looked pretty good through two weeks. True freshman quarterback playing well, like like maybe some of these middle tier teams are better than we thought too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously we we need to pick the Fresno State game, but before we look ahead to next week, I I think we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about Texas going into Alabama. Yes. Yes, yes. Uh, I mean, hey, you you picked them to win the national title. Uh, you did, right? Yes. I am remembering oh, I that correctly. I know you had them in the title game. No, you picked, I picked them to them, win it. Right? I picked them. To That's win. what I thought. And so, and I I had them making the playoff. Um, and boy, they looked solid last night. I didn't get to see all of the game, um, but I watched a you know decent amount of the second half and just a, a very kind of a business like feel to it like it, they were the better team i mean that was the thing this was not a this was not a fluke this was not a last second field goal yeah or a you know went on a two-point conversion in overtime type of deal where you know they, they were the better team and they they earned it and and a really impressive win and now the key for them is you know keep that going you got to be able to beat you know baylor and texas tech and Kansas, and I mean, solid teams, but teams that if you can go in and beat Alabama, you got to win these games too. And that's where Texas has tripped up the last few years. It's like, you know, they get that impressive win or like last year they didn't win, but they came so close. Like, oh man, this team's really good. And then they, you know, go lose to Texas Tech two weeks later. It's like, well, now you're, you know, you're two and two and and what are you? Well, you're, you know, eight and 14 basically. Yeah. So, Uh but a great win for them. Um, yes. Quinn Ewers looks looks like he has come into his own. Um, you know, it yeah. lost they, weight, lost the hair, uh, but he looks good. They were he, talking he really, about that yeah. specifically on the broadcast too. About they were showing his pictures and his weights from yeah. Ohio State, then Texas spring ball, Texas fall last year, Texas spring ball this year. Yeah, and it's like well, he's lost you know twenty two pounds. And feels lighter, faster, but hasn't lost any zip on his arm. And then, no, of course, the haircut. No, it just feels like he, the mullet. like the the light bulb clicked on for him in the off season a bit. Now it's it's early. I don't want to call anything a done deal, but it you know the stuff I heard in the off season. I think you know, first of all, your, your second year as a starter, and you and you got a little internal pressure. I mean, they they bring in Arch Manning. They got this Malik Murphy kid, and it's like, hey, if you go out and struggle. They got somebody else. Like they don't. They don't have to have you start every game. Yeah. And I think it just felt like, all right, you know, he he kind of he got it. 
in a way that like, all right, it's, it's time to get serious. It's time to be the face of the program. Um, and he, yeah, I mean, they got a ton of talent, man. I mean, I know, I think it was on game day. Somebody, you know, said, I think it was maybe our guy, Thamel said, uh, you know, that scouts have told him Texas has more draftable talent than Alabama, which mm-hmm. is, you know, something you're like, wow, no, nobody has more, maybe Georgia. That's it. Mm-hmm. Right. But I mean, Texas has recruited well. They've got, you know, they got guys on the offensive line, defense, skill guys, quarterback. Like, sky's the limit. Honestly, I mean, I I, I hesitate to get too excited as a Texas fan because I've been here before the last, you know, fourteen years since Colt McCoy left, where there've been little teases and they don't they don't follow through. But that was exciting last night because, you know, when it was thirteen to nine, they missed that field goal in the third quarter, and like. Boy, this is how games get away from you. But and then they gave up a touchdown. They fell behind, but man, they answered right back. And then they get an interception. They score again. And it's just that was the the mark of a really good team that you know weathered the storm and and played really well down the stretch. Yeah, yeah. Getting back to Ewers taking things seriously, it also seems like you know he's draft eligible now. Yes, yes. I'm sure that plays a role. Uh, it's like yeah, you look yeah, around I mean, and it's like, well, you're not gonna, you're not gonna beat Caleb Williams out if you're not taking it seriously. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, I think so. I, you know, that. I mean, I'm sure that the draft has been in his mind from the start. I mean, he started his clock a year early. Mm-hmm. Now, part of that was to make money, nil money that he couldn't make in high school. But you know, like, I mean, he should be only a true sophomore. But he went to Ohio State. He got that, you know, one year of, of basically, you know, kind of a kind of a red shirt type year. I think he played one game, but I know got his. But you know, high quality coaching, being around, you know, C.J. Stroud and all those great receivers, Ryan Day, and you know, and it was almost like you know, like a you know a, a post college kid, you know, takes a year to go, you know, study in Europe and then goes to grad school or something like that. And it was like he, you know, he took that year to learn football and. Then he came back to Texas where he was supposed to go all along. That was the expectation all along. Oh, he's going to play at Texas. Um, and, you know, boy, it's, it's worked out great so far. Or it's working out great. I should yeah. say that. Um, nothing's done. But that was a that was a big game. And a, just a big one for, for Sarkeesian, too. You know, because I, I think deservedly there's some skepticism. Like, okay, can you, yeah, he's recruiting well, but can you win? You know, what can you actually deliver big wins? Well, he delivered one. Yeah. I mean, and it's kind of a redemption story, too, because Alabama basically brought his career. Got him back. Yes, yes, yes. I know. I mean, uh, the stat, I know I heard it going into the game. I think they were talking about a game day yesterday, you know. Oh, Saban is 28 and 2 against his former assistant. Like, you know, that stat is impressive, but. It's less so the last, I mean, you know, like that, that seems to be fading. Jimbo beat him. Kirby Smart beat him. Now Sark beat, like, you know, I, I mean, if you have enough former assistants, you're going to get beat. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just the way it, like, I'm not ripping Saban at all. Like, I, if I mean, you have enough former assistants that, to get high, yeah. high profile jobs, they're going to beat you at times. I, I was almost going to say, it's, it's almost more noteworthy now that look at all of the assistants he has that are coaching yes. in the SEC or Big yeah. 12. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The fact it was, you know, whatever and zero for so long was amazing because he had a lot of former coaches. Uh, but, you know, I mean, you can quibble with Jimbo Fisher, and deservedly so, what's going on there. They lost yesterday in a, a weird game, game I, you know, 
not surprised they lost. I'm surprised they lost in the fashion they did. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Kirby Smart's a two-time national champion. Uh, he's going to win some games. And, and uh, you know, I don't, I'm, look, I'm not ready to call Sarkeesian up there with Kirby Smart. Not yet. But he's certainly recruiting well. You know, maybe this is this is the point where he starts to get over that hump. Yeah, I hope so. You know, time. Like I said, time will tell. You gotta, you gotta win the the intermediate games in the Big Twelve. You know, you you can get up for Alabama, you can get up for Oklahoma, but can you go on the road and beat Oklahoma State and Texas Tech and TCU? Those are those are the games that are going to decide the season for them. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll see. But yeah, great. Great win for them. Great win, and and uh, you know it, it it drew to mind a little bit. I know this is a little sacrilegious, but it drew to mind a little the LSU going in there four years ago when they were the better team. Uh, that you know with Burrow and Orgeron, and and you know it's a great game, but they were the better team. They they deserved to win, and they won. Like I'm not I'm not ready to say this team is that LSU team. They got a lot more to prove, but it, it certainly reminded me of it a bit. It is just, it's one of those, like you said, it's a benchmark game. If, you, yes. if you're if you going to yes. compete for a national title, you have to be able to go into Alabama and accord yourself like somebody who could compete yes. for a national title. And they yes, did. yeah, and they did. I mean, I think they only trailed for one time, a very short time in the third quarter. They fell behind 16-13, but then, you know, took it right down and scored and then get a pick and score again. And, and it was just like I said, I was, you know, following at that point. I'm like, uh, here, here we go. This is where it falls apart. And instead of falling apart, they took the game by the throat from that point on. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, all right. Well, let's, let's talk about this Fresno state. Matchup yes. For yes. Um, the Bulldogs are two and oh, like you said, they they hung on in overtime to beat Eastern Washington. They beat Purdue in week one, also in a close game, but that was at Purdue. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, they are allowing a lot of yards, over 350 yards uh, in their first few games, yeah. but they are putting up over 400 yards. Uh, comparing that to ASU, we're averaging 324 yards of offense. And giving up 265, so we're playing a much slower paced game than ever. We are, we Um, are, yeah. Boy, that you know, one thing we we didn't discuss when talking about the offensive struggles, but I think you got to is man, the offensive line is just so beat up. Yeah, I mean, just crazy. And I don't know that it would have been a great group if fully healthy, but it's far from that. I you know, I saw Emmett Bowl went went out what first series of the game last night and carted off. So you would guess maybe out for the season or at least out for a while. Um, uh, you know, it's just, man, we just can't catch a break there. It feels like. So yeah, I, you know, we talked, obviously I brought up the quarterback and like, well, okay, you know, could Drew Pine, maybe he would, but man, if you can't block, I don't know that it matters. Like any quarterback is going to struggle if, if they got no time to throw. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, a Fresno state defense that, appears to have some holes i mean yeah it does but can we capitalize on them uh, i'm on the fence yeah. of whether i think we can uh you're looking at a game time temperature probably right around 100 degrees again next week yeah um, yeah so you would supposed think- to cool a little bit from this past yeah. week but but yeah still gonna be hot but you know from fresno does that i mean you know like they're 
they're not used to necessarily playing in that, but it's Pacific time. That's why I thought Oklahoma State, there was a better chance of getting to win because, like, okay, 9.30 their time, body clock, all that mm-hmm. stuff. And at the half, I I mean, I saw the halftime score, and I thought, well, hey. And then I, you know, woke up to the final score and thought, eh, well, not so much. Yeah. Um, I am going to, I think, pick the Bulldogs over the Devils. Um, I'm going to say 24, 21, because it seems like Fresno state plays close games. I just don't, yeah, if yeah. we're switching quarterbacks, I don't know if that's going to have enough rhythm. And like you said, I'm not sure we're going to have enough time to throw anyway. I don't know either. Yeah. I, so I said, you know, last week when we did this, that I was picking ASU and it might be the last time all year I did. It still might be the last time all year that I did because I'm not going to this week. Um, I think they could win. I don't think this is, you know, a game that's completely out of the realm of possibility, like probably the following week will be. Um, but yeah, I'm going to pick Fresno State too. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say our offense gets a little bit more going than it has. Uh, I'll say, I'll say 34, 28. All right. Um, Matt, before we go, you you've started your fall road trip series. yeah uh, yeah what have you seen what have you enjoyed so far yeah hey I, well i'm i'm at the beginning of a week and a half on the on the east coast uh yesterday i was i, I did the i did the research triangle in north carolina saw saw nc state notre dame first quarter before the weather delay um and then fortunately got out of there before the bad weather really hit and then got to north carolina and app state and then duke and lafayette so got to see all three teams in the Raleigh Durham Chapel Hill trio, um, which was pretty cool to, to, you know, get to three college games in a day. Never done that before. And then today it was, uh, it was Texans Ravens opening, opening game at M and T bank where we, where we took in a game 18 years ago, if you can believe that. I was going to say, I trust um, your seats were not at the last row of the stadium. Close to it. Close to it. Yeah. I remember being in the upper deck. I, you know, I don't know about you, like that whole trip is somewhat of a blur to me as I look back at it. Like, I, I'm not even sure like how that all came together. I mean, we were sophomores in college. How did we, how did we make that happen? I'm glad we did. It was a lot of fun. Um, but you know, like, uh, I, I don't, I don't quite know how we pulled it off. Um, uh, but it was fun and, you know, it was, it was cool to go back and kind of take it in a little bit more this time, uh, a little bit more sense of permanence than when I was 20 years old, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then you, you saw that game. You've got more travels ahead of you, like you said, for another yeah. week. Yeah, tomorrow night, uh, the, the, the JETS and the debut of Aaron Rodgers, which uh, I imagine you'll have a, a bit of an interest in. Yep, hope he plays every single snap and some defensive snaps. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, it'll be it'll be a scene. I'm, I'm excited to uh, see a Jets home game. I saw the Giants last year there, um, but you know, it'll be fun to see the Jets and then and then Thursday headed to Philly and see the Eagles. Never been there. Uh, been been to the city of Philly when I was a kid, but never been to the to the stadium or any any Philly sporting event. So. Yeah, it's uh, it's fun stuff. I'm I'm enjoying it. It's a little little tiring, but uh, you know, I I caught a break yesterday between the weather. Got to see these games, and man, we had we had a couple of big time storms there in Raleigh. But luckily, they hit one before the game and one in between. So I, I managed to avoid any uh any you know tremendous damage to myself or anything else. 
Well, I wish you continued luck. Uh, we will Thank check you. in Thank uh, you. at yeah. some point, probably next Sunday. Um, yes, but- I'll be I'll be in Detroit that night to see the the rage of the NFL, the Detroit Lions, after their Week One win in Kansas City. But uh, until next time, he's Matt. I'm Ben. It's the Ben Matt Sportscast.